What is up, everybody? It is Friday. You know what that means? We are back with another edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. My name is Brandon. Alongside me, as always, sometimes, but most of the times, this is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, how are you doing on this fine late, early evening, afternoon, Friday day? Is it nighttime, technically? I mean, it's 5 p.m. I think is we've it- had this We've had this discussion before on the podcast where we kind of... I. I go from like you know morning like what is morning and then what's late night like there's a that 4 a.m to 6 a.m range or 3 a.m or like midnight to 6 a.m range when does the cutoff point from night to morning start exactly because my thing is like you don't say you say it's one in the morning two in the morning you don't say one at night maybe midnight to 6 a.m is late night slash early morning and then and then 6 to 12 is morning, 12 to 6 afternoon, and then 6 to 12 is evening. Everybody, text message Brandon your opinions on that statement. Let us know what is your daily breakdown. Obviously, it might be different for some people depending on what time they wake up slash go to bed or go to work or whatever. Yeah. Let, let the people know. But Dominic, how has it been? Today, it was I went to work freezing cold. Oh yeah. It's so cold, Dominic. I don't know okay. how you do it. It was I checked my temperature on my phone. Mm-hmm. Eight o'clock in the morning. It was 39 degrees. So cold. Ah! Freeze my dick off. Almost died. And I didn't think it, I didn't think it could get any smaller, but it somehow found a way to turtle back up even more. I'm about to beat this. Oreo, shut the fuck up. You wanted to be in here. You got to deal with the consequences. God Here at Curveballs and Share Shots, we do not condone violence towards any animal or human. I didn't say I was going to beat him. I almost said I was going to beat him, but I didn't. I... Okay. Anyways, uh, let's see. Uh, so you said it was 30 degrees. I mean, it was, I mean, right now it's 33. Oh, I mean, we had a low of, what's the low today? Low of 24. Right now it's creeped back up to 51 degrees, 50 degrees on the dots. It is. But, But, uh, uh, you know, everything was cool this week. You know, I went, you know, uh, went all over the state today or this week. Went from, you know, here, of course, to Quarter Lane, Post Falls, uh, Hauser Lake. I went all the way down and and that's all in Idaho. And then I was in Colfax and uh, some other place in Washington, which is like two hours away. You know, the last two days I've been in the valley. So I've been close to home. Um, got out early today because I've worked late during the week, you know, because they're trying to like not pay too much overtime. So they're like, hey, you worked two hours overtime this week. You get out two hours early today. So I was like, sweet. And, uh, you know, Studions and I were streaming that 90 show, which is an excellent show so far. Episode six right now. But, uh, you know, it's it's been uh, it's been chill. Oh, and by the way, you want to say it's cold. It's went by Liberty Lake today. It was fucking frozen. So don't start with your bullshit that it's cold. It was a 32 degrees, whatever you said. It is the lake is fucking frozen. Okay. Once it gets below 50 degrees, I can't handle it. So cold. Jeez, fucking vagina. By the way, looked it up at that 90 show. 74% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.6 on IMDB. So it looks like an average show. So it's it's not damn. terrible, which is what I might have expected for another remake. What does that 70 show get? Does oh what does he remember? 10 out of 10. It gets eight out of ten, eight point one out of ten. On IMDb. That, that's because when when Eric goes to college and they bring in 
that Meyer, Seth Meyer's brother, whatever his name is, it ruined the show. So what is on what is it on Rotten Tomatoes? Because that's what it actually means. Exactly. 78% audience score, no tomato rating. Oof. No critic score. Rough. But anyways. Anyways, but you know, Brandon. Watch Collide, was... Dominic. I don't know if we talked. I watched Collide. Yeah, it's a great show. You, you should watch, watch it in Dominic. different fucking orders. You should watch it. It's a great show. Wow, Dominic. I'm trying to open up your horizon. Horizon. You know, I have a horizon. special news report that we need to get to. And you're just talking about your bullshit Kaleidoscope show. Because I know everybody really has been waiting on this report that we just need to get to, Dominic. So go ahead. Yes. Your girlfriend, your wife, your baby mama, whatever the fuck she is, went to her first, well, I guess it's her first live sporting event, apparently to her, which I call bullshit on that. She must have went to a soccer game. I mean, come on. Well, that seems a little a little racist, but go carry on. Yeah, whatever. But uh, she went to a Cal woman's basketball game, and she gave it a 6 out of 10, which is like still an F. If you're going grading, right? No, it's like a C or yeah, it's um, like that, an would, F that would be that would Dominic. That would be a D. Oh, she's giving it the D. <laughs> but she said that she might like basketball. So just throwing it out there, just throwing it out there. You get her courtside warrior tickets. Boom. First date. You're expecting me to afford courtside basketball tickets to a warrior game which i checked when it was pouring down rain two weeks ago they were like four hundred dollars which yes might be not that bad but still quite quite expensive i'm just i mean if she i mean shout out cal women's basketball but i don't know too much about women's basketball unfortunately i didn't get hired for pac-12 network i could have been a college basketball women's expert damn would have been but no but from what I do understand, I do believe Stanford women's basketball is quite good. I believe they're ranked in the top 10, top five, possibly. I don't know if they've fallen off since then, but uh, and maybe we go to Stanford basketball. Maybe we uh, go up, we visit you, a little Stanford wazoo action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would you actually take a plane do, trip with do you even know? Do you even know what wazoo is? Yeah, they're um, that one place over here somewhere. Yeah, what, what, is, what is their government name? The Wizards. That would be the Washington State Cougars. Ah, damn. That's close. You were nowhere near that. Just saying. I'm just saying. If she liked some women, you know, doing layups, she would probably love a dude fucking doing a windmill dunk or an alley-oop dunk. You know, Steph Curry draining threes or something. You know, just, just throwing it out there. But, you know, she said she might like basketball, which means, you know, there's a chance, there's a small chance she might like baseball, and you love baseball. Okay. I, I don't know. I feel like this. I feel like ba- basketball is a much better spectator sport than baseball is. Yeah, but you love baseball. Okay. It's kind of like saying, like, you know, it's like this. You love round table pizza, right? Shout out round table. I had Mount Mike's last week. They had a pepperoni mushroom and olive. It's quite tasty. Shout out Mount Mike's. But still, but you you would say Roundtable is the more the premier chain restaurant exactly, so it's kind of like saying like you love Roundtable, but you know if you had to to get Pizza Hut because you know you're just like 
it's the only well, thing. Unfortunately, I can't get pizza anymore because it closed down at the Target. And now it's that shitty fucking taco place that we talked about months ago that took like a half hour for me to get like a quesadilla, a burrito bowl and a burrito. Yeah, it wasn't that good. When we and it was all steak. It wasn't like I ordered fucking lingua or some, you know, rare meat that they have to cut up in the back and serve it up. Fancy yeah, style. It wasn't like to die for when we went that one time before I left. So I know the pain, brother. I, I will but... be giving it, you know, maybe give it a second chance, but went to Papa Pancho's a few weeks ago and it was definitely much better than the last time I went. So I think Papa Pancho's has been re-entered into the uh, the rotation. Been the only thing to try the nachos because I used to always... was the quesadilla tacos. Only thing I liked from there, like I got like a steak burrito, steak tacos. It was kind of like you know bland, kind of like okay, whatever. It's a taco, but you know we all know if you want the best Mexican food in the Bay Area, you go to Fatima's Taco Truck. What what? You go to Fat Fatima's Fatima's. Dominic I, don't, I don't, Dominic, I don't like you. First off, you don't like cult, me. Cult, oh, my God. You're hurting culture, my feelings. Culturally appropriating my culture and then making fun of it by calling it fat Tima. What, what am I saying? Well, OK, what am I supposed to say, Brandon? You're supposed to call it Fatima. Fatima. There you go. Go to yes. fat, Fatima's taco truck. Cultural appropriation. Sorry. But you know, that's shame. the best Mexican food in the area. Right there at the corner. Well, he, like, he kept piping up this piping up this goddamn report, and I thought it was going to be an actual report, and all you just said was exactly what you told me before the podcast started. Yeah. What do you think I'm a fucking? Do you think I'm actually going to do research and do a full report? No. I saw on her Instagram I, she went to a basketball game, and I was fucking surprised. And you know, I said I'll bring it up the podcast. She said for show. So for show, shout out Adriana. Well, shout out. We do a lot of shout outs on this podcast, but no free the one, outs. the one. Well, no shout out, no free shout out, but. Uh, I have a special request from an unnamed source okay. that is uh, saying to have Dominic give his favorite ex coworker Rich, shout out Rich, a birthday shout out. It's his 45th birthday. And in honor of that, he wants him to list his top five things related to the number 45. I My don't know. Top if, five things about the number 45? I guess. I don't know. Is this supposed to be some sort of stupid all American label joke I'm supposed to get? Um, I mean, I thought it was like. Like a like a sports thing, like all these famous people who wore the number forty five or something like that, you know. Well, Dominic, get, first off, give a happy birthday, give a loving speech to your ex coworker, Rich, your favorite ex coworker in the whole world. Wait, well, obviously, studio audience, former coworker, your favorite of all time, but then a a, a distant second, but then a distant third from everything else is Rich. Obviously, Rich is your second favorite of all time. So, put over Rich. Shout out, Rich. No for shout outs. I mean, I guess. I mean, what? Sorry, Dominic. I couldn't understand what you said. I think your mic kind of cut out a little bit. Okay. And then what are your five, top five favorite things related to the number 45? Even though we probably should have done this in the fan mail segment, but uh, probably, but like, I, I, I don't really want to be like, like the number 45. So, like, you know, like, I don't know if it's a joke, like I'm supposed to say, like, you know, stupid, but whatever. Um, the number 45, um, it could be it's a good speed limit. Uh, 
you know, I, I, I don't know. Rich is turning 45. Good for him. That's a guy. I don't know. I, you know, this unnamed source is being a real McAsshole fucking putting me on the spot like this. Well, I just typed in favorite or notable players to wear 45. Obviously, uh, Michael Jordan wore 45 on his comeback tour. Um, Archie Griffin, shout out Archie Griffin. Uh, Bob Gibson, one of the greatest uh, flamethrowers of all time. We uh, had an RIP segment. I don't know if we titled it RIP Bob Gibson. Uh, yeah, shout out Bob Sounds Gibson. Familiar. Pedro, Pedro. Pedro fantastic has fate one of the you know best pitchers ever have the most dominant runs during the steroid era uh mario bolaton bolateni bolatelli there you go domino put him over you you love him bolatelli he sound he sounds uh italian isn't he italian sure i don't know i'm just you do the same thing i did you you typed in you know 45 you know who wore Shout number out, 45 uh, and, um, yeah. Shout out Amard Hall from the Tennessee Titans. Uh, a lot of fucking Tennessee. Oh, shout out Michael Jordan again, but this time for playing baseball wearing the number 45. Shout out Johnny Majors. Sean Bradley, uh, star of Space Jam. And just Jordan flamed Shelley. out. Bo Outlaw from the Memphis Rudy Tomajovich. Um, Sammy Fatani. Ernie Davis. Okay, that's the end of the article. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, never mind. That was more stories. AJ Johnson. Anyways. Anyways. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, good for Rich. I mean, another year older, another year not closer to, you know, getting out of all American labels. Probably. I must talk to anyone really from, well, besides like Adriana every once in a blue moon, you know. And, I thought she quit too. She did quit. Okay, so how would she know about the all the American label structure? I don't fuck. I talked to. Uh, well, Mary's if that's brother. the case, you and if that's the case, you talk to the studio audience all the time. Well, yeah, but I talked to the stu- studio audience to her brother, who still currently works there. Which, by the way, Brandon uh, Zanger Bogarts is going to be getting baptized pretty soon. Would you want to go? Are you going to be there? Yes. We'll talk about this off the air. And we got to talk about uh, is this ba- is this baptism going to be during WrestleMania weekend? And then we're going to have a party. It's actually, probably going to be during the Double or Nothing weekend. We don't know. We don't know yet. They haven't really set a date yet, but they just brought it up to our attention that they. I mean, how there. old? What, what's up with these fucking? With that? What's up with these kids getting baptized when they're so old? You're supposed to as soon as. It pops the out. The baby's of, like, it's not it, even a year old yet. As soon as it pops out of the, the hoo-ha, you have to dunk that motherfucker in holy water. So then we move it on. We, sorry, you know, so we're we not, can, you know, sorry, these people aren't like your fucking Portuguese religion, crazy motherfuckers. All right. Once again, culturally appropriate in my culture. Like, I don't like that. But, uh, but yeah, we also got to talk about if we're going to do double or nothing. Cause I was thinking you just can come up here and we can just order it and just like hang out you know, save some money. But then the studio audience was kind of like, oh, I want to go. And then I was kind of like, well, what about the dog? She's like, we could breed the dog. And I'm like, ah, it's going to be kind of hard to do. And then I'm like, we're, you know, strapped on cash and everything. So I was like, Brandon's got to pay for everything. And she was all like, except for the plane tickets. I go, well, I mean, if he wants to pay for the plane tickets, he gets extra, extra points, you know, but. Yeah. Did you pause that 90 show? I turned it off. Okay, good. Oof, close one. I saw a little bit, but I turned it off. Okay, good. 
anyways, we'll see. We'll see what anyways, happens. We'll see. Okay. All right. Well, let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get, definitely for everything. Let's, yes, you are. Let's get over mm, all the shit. So then no. you can go to Costco. Or maybe I don't have to go to Costco. And then maybe I can go play cards. Dominic's, uh, is that how you're raising money for Las Vegas? Is you're starting trying. to become a, uh, a, a poker shark? Trying. I'm trying to count cards, I'm trying to, you know, a little Rain Man action. I mean, you got one half of it down. What does that mean? Means you're halfway there to being Rain Man. Who's Rain Man? Because you're never mind. I'll explain the joke off there. Thank you. Basically, just called you retarded, but it's okay. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa! You don't, you don't Sorry. use that word. Sorry, 2023. You don't say the R word anymore. Yeah. Sorry. Jesus. Mentally, mentally challenged. Thank you. Let's get into the baseball news. On we don't have to talk Carlos Correa this week. I mean, good job for him. He is still a Minnesota twin from all we know about, but we will stay in the American League Central as we talk about uh lovely human being, never did a bad thing in his life. Aroldis Chapman. He signs with the Kansas City Royals. Oh, Dominic, oh. how the mighty have fallen. Yankees he- gonna go nowhere. Goes uh, from the Yankees to the to the Royals, who, you know, they got some good young players. Shout out Bobby Witt. But, um, yeah, things just kind of shows no one really wanted his baggage. And then also he was not very good at the end of the season. Um, well, so. is he's the one that uh, he skipped out on practice and they benched him, right, or something like that? Yep. Yeah. What but it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't like he was lighting it up. I remember watching one of his starts late in the season. He just could not find the strike zone. What a fool. Could have had it all. Could have been a Yankee. Just, you know, just play ball, shut your mouth and, and pitch. But no. Why just shut up and shut up and dribble Dominic? Is that what you're saying? Yep. But pitch. Because he's mm. a pitcher. Mm. I should have looked this up first. It is a one, a one year $3.75 million deal. So maybe he, he shows up, pitches well, and the Royals can deal him midway through the season to a contender and maybe get something back for him. Maybe. Doubt um, it, but maybe. Yeah, yeah, you never know. I think one desperate team will be desperate enough to to, you know, trade a couple prospects or a a starter to the Royals way just because they some oh. arm went down and they need Dominic, shut the fuck up. All right. Moving on. We have a big, big move, even though it does, might not seem big to people who are maybe a little more casual. But we have American League batting champ Luis Arise. Dominic definitely knows who the fuck that is. He gets traded to the uh, Miami Marlins for Pablo Lopez. Bad deal. So the Twins uh, get a pitcher while Arise, second baseman, goes to the uh, Marlins. And now Jess Chisholm, who was primarily shortstop uh, slash second baseman, he is now going to be moving to center field. He's kind of, I guess, in that uh, Fernando Tatis role, even though. Tatis is going to move to the corner outfield, not exactly center field. So kind of a, a puzzling move. Pablo Lopez was fantastic last year. Also, Arise was great last year as well. So um, twin or Marlins, rather, making some moves in the offseason. Had a decent uh, record. I forget exactly what it is, but they were a, a solid team. Maybe could take that next step. Uh Dominic, how do you you feel about this trade? Two big names kind of going back and forth. You can't say that the Marlins are taking the next step with this trade because I feel like it's not it's I feel, don't feel like it's that big of a trade. You know, they're not getting a, you know, all-star fucking stud athlete. He's he's a good player, but he's definitely not Are you, you saying know, he's not the catalyst that's going to take him to the playoffs? So you're saying 
the American League batting champion is not an all-star and not a good player. Yes. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Okay. Do you even know what the American League batting champion means? Yeah, he has the best percentage, right? Best batting average. Yeah. Percentage, okay. whatever, average, same thing. Just gotta just gotta check you sometimes, you know. Don't don't you just pulling shit out your ass. You know, you can pull some shit out your ass, but sometimes I gotta say, hold up, wait a minute, let me see what you just pulled out of there real quick. Yeah, but I mean, but I, I mean, like I said, I know he's a good player, but I still don't think he's the catalyst that would get them to the playoffs that will help them, you know, he you know, he could be the start of it, but he's definitely not the end all be all Marlins are gonna go to the playoffs. Agree. Uh, I'm not going to say the Marlins are all of a sudden division winners, especially with the Phillies and the Mets in that same division. Um, you know, you had Sandy and Pablo in the rotation. I thought that was a great one-two punch. Now you you deal him over to the the Twins, and Twins did have a little bit of an issue with their uh, rotation. Sonny Gray, shout out. Hopefully this is his last year of his contract. He can have a fantastic year and sign one last big contract. But uh, yeah, I think two just wild card caliber teams probably – won't be significantly in the hunt for their respective divisions unless uh, in the AL Central, the uh, you know White Sox just kind of fall off a cliff. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Got hot. You know, MLB news is kind of dwindling down, even though there are some people still kind of out there to assign. But it's football time, divisional round, arguably the best weekend of football. Can't Dominic, wait. do you, do you agree with that? That divisional round is the best week of football. Uh, not the it's not the fullest, but you have eight mark or four marquee games with a lot on the line. I, I would agree, but let's be honest here. Last week was kind of crazy. It was. Kind of crazy. Uh, Dominic, we don't need to talk about his record, but it was a one and five. Your boy went four and two. Not I the feel gr- like you missed you, you misunderstood what I was picking last week. Oh, what, what was what were you picking then? Because I was picking the teams to win. I wasn't picking spreads or anything. Um, but you kept putting me like minus. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. He's just, you know, but you know, like, you know, I I you know, where's my phone? I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna go look it up right now to see what it is because um because I'm Dom- pretty sure I didn't say like give me Give me the spread. Give me the this. Give me that. I'm pretty sure I just said, uh, you know, who was going to win. Okay. You still pick the Chargers, the Vikings, and the Bucks. So even if you oh. didn't, you still would have went three and what is that? Three and three. Yeah. So you two, two points better. Hey. I'll still take the two points. Let's talk about the week prior. I was 10 and four. You were five and nine. You little bitch. Shut the fuck up. Jeez. Uh, that was not the week before. Last week I went ten and six, about. and you went nine and eight, or you went yeah. The two hmm. I have super card, super wild card weekend, and then the last one was, oh sorry, the week before was ten and four. Sorry. Are you good? Yeah, Dominic. Am I? But my locks this year two and zero. Oh, so if I give out a lock, it's not post falls. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Fuck you. Shut up, Brandon. What do you want? What? Hello? What? 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 Are we done yet? 
No, we're not fucking you go, done yet. You gotta Dominic. go to Costco. Dominic, why don't you shut the fuck up? All right, and do this goddamn podcast. Why are you bitching? <laughs> I don't like when you yell at me like this anymore. I feel All right? like you don't love me anymore. I feel like you don't love the listeners. So you don't want to give them an adequate product. What listeners? We don't have that many. We have we have so many. The millions and millions out there. We don't. By the way, Dominic, we didn't uh before we get into well, we didn't even do the jingle, so we can't get into it yet. How is your sobriety going? How is your mentals going? Great. I haven't touched a sip of alcohol yet. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. Any, uh, really yeah, he's drinking a lot more. He said he's he's hitting the sauce. He may, he may need to go to I've AA been getting soon. a lot, you know, I've been drinking a lot more stronger stuff, hitting the vodka. Might go with a little little whiskey action tomorrow. I told you. I got a drink for two now. I got to make up for you. Did get a little sauced last week on Saturday, but it was a happy drunk because <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars down 27-0. 27-7 at halftime, I get peer pressured from someone who may not be named who is loosely associated with this podcast. I put down 10 bucks, should have put down 20 bucks, but I was being a little bit of a pussy. I, I kind of didn't think they're going to come back, but you know, it's still the Chargers. The Chargers are going to Charger. And then what happened, Dominic? The Charger chargered. So then I won. And then they cut the Jags covered the outright spread and then the teaser and blah, blah, blah. So then, you know, I was a little happy. Um, and then I, gloat to the cte league and travis's dumbass things i cashed out when i never said i cashed out just because there says a little button to cash out it was the whole thing if you would have put 20 down how much would you won i would have won 200 dollars. Oof, i know it's good gambling money good gambling money then i got a little over my skis had a great weekend and you blew it on Kinda, monday i blew it all on the fucking uh Tampa Bay buccaneers I, I don't know why I did that. I well, I think either which way, whether you took the Cowboys or the Bucks and you lost, you probably were gonna be like, "Oh, why did I do that?" Because oh, you took the Cowboys, but you're betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs. Ugh. Obviously, he's gonna get it done, and then he he didn't. And then yeah, I've been talking shit on the Bucks all year, and then the Cowboys kind of shit the bed that last week, which kind of spooked me. I don't know why I took the Bucks. I should. It was always the Cowboys and fucking Brett Maher. Missing four extra points cost me the goddamn over. What a at least, you know, salvaged a little bit of my day. And then I so I said on the podcast that I for Christmas got my mom, you know, the little TikTok uh, popcorn get up to oh, yeah. popcorn. Yeah. Which, you know, great. I maybe made my best last uh, the couple days ago, mainly because I just you, I just drowned it in butter. Oil. And you're learning. You're, you guys are trying to figure out the perfect which, ratio. And I I. Might have found it just because they doused it in fucking oil. Yeah. But Monday after the uh, after the game, I'm down on my down in the dumps. I had a sad beer. I go take the garbage out, you know, do some chores, clean up before it's the end of the night. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna make myself feel better. I'm gonna go make some popcorn. So I put the popcorn in the bowl, yada yada yada. Put it in the pop. Put put it in the microwave. Cook it for like three minutes, three and a half minutes. Nothing happened. No popcorn. Like, what the fuck? I kind of put some oil in there, but I might have put a little too much oil. So I was like, oh, maybe that was the case. So then I dump it out, put some more kernels in there, put no oil, shove it back in there, cook it for like three minutes. Still, no popcorn being popped. I'm freaking out, thinking the microwave broke, don't know what the fuck's going on. I take the plastic, I take the silicone bowl out. Tommy, you know what the microwave looks like. It's kind of lower on the shelf, so you can't really see everything in the microwave because, you know, I'm such a tall, strapping young lad that I have to kind of bend down to look into the uh, microwave. 
Well, if you guys are paying attention, I said on this said podcast, we had Mount Mike's this weekend. Remember, Dominic, remember said that? Yes, uh, yes. you had a pepperoni, olive, and mushroom. It was pepperoni, mushroom, and olive. Sorry. Okay. Olive, mushroom, pepperoni. No. Uh, so apparently, my brother, shout out, he saw TikTok that if you leave a cup of water in the microwave while you cook your leftover pizza, it just makes it so much fucking better. Apparently in that TikTok, he didn't get to the end of the pot and to the end of the TikTok where you take the water out of the microwave. So these 10 minutes while I'm cooking the fucking popcorn, <laughs> there is a clear A's cup, which you know what it looks like because that's the beer cup. There's a clear cup of water in the corner of the microwave with filled with water. So it's pretty much fucking invisible. And I almost I flipped my fucking shit. I was angry at the world. I was angry at Tom Brady. I was angry at my popcorn not being made. It this literally took me like 10 minutes to realize there's this fucking water cup in the microwave. It pissed me the fuck off. And then it didn't help that I tell my mom, like, oh, look at this fucking dumbass left the microphone in the water, let the water in the microwave. And she's laughing her ass off. And that makes me mad. I just I was done. Monday was not my day, Dominic. So wait. <laughs> so because of the cup of water, it didn't pop anything? Dominic, if, do you know how microwaves work? The yeah, conductors, the, the conduction or the whatever, like heats up the water molecules and stuff. Oh, and that's what gets it so hot. So if there's, a, the water. So if there's oh. a cup of water, all of the heat is going to go into that cup. So it's not going to go into the into the popcorn. What a fucking idiot. Jeez. And I and I made some popcorn two days ago. Took under three minutes to took under three minutes to pop. No issue whatsoever. Well, I'm fucking proud of you that you've. That you put your brain to work, figured out that it was a cup of water that was fucking ruining your day. <laughs> yeah, that just was the cherry on top of everything. Oh, what'd your brother say when you went off on him? I figured you went off on him. So what'd your brother say? I mean, he laughed, but then he understood that it would be hard to see that in the corner. My mom, a little shorter. And then obviously I tell her, oh, look, there's a cup of water in there. And then she, I tell her, oh, check it. See, you know, if you would have seen it. And of course, I open the fucking microwave. She sticks her head all the way up in there. And of course she saw it. I was like, because that's what that's what you're supposed to do when you open the microwave. Stick you're not expecting a clear translucent cup in the goddamn microwave, Dominic. Sounds like you need a shot of whiskey or something. You're being a little bit of a bitch. <sighs> I'm going to have a goddamn heart attack now. You know, worked up. But anyways. Anyways, let's let's, let's go into, back to the back to the positives. We have a fantastic weekend of football. So, last week was super wild card weekend. This week is the divisional rounds. So let's preview the divisional round with this edition of everyone's favorite segment of Dominic's picks. Bump bump. We got a lot of big numbers on the board. I've been loosely keeping my eye on them. I think for the most part, all of the numbers have gone up. In favor of the uh, the favorites. So let's start off with the Saturday afternoon game with the Jacksonville Hagwires traveling to Arrowhead to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by nine and a half. Total is 52 and a half. We saw this game earlier in the season. The Jags lost. I think the Chiefs also did cover, but this also kind of propelled the Jaguars to go on their run. So you can say this is a different Jaguars team. Dominic, Chiefs off a of bye. Andy Reid is phenomenal off a of bye, whether it's in the playoffs or the regular season. Do you give the Jaguars any sort of chance this game? 
I mean, I feel like a lot of people are going to be going, oh, no, it's the Jags year, man. Fucking they come back from the charge game. They could do anything. It's Patty Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Let's be honest here. So I'm going to give it to the Chiefs. They're going to clap some cheeks. So just to be clear, Dominic, are you just going to take the minus 480 money line or are you going to put your fucking nuts on the table and then lay the nine and a half? I don't want you to get mad at me, Brandon. So you're taking the nine and a half. You're putting your fucking nutsack on the table and you're going to be out here and saying the Kansas City Chiefs are going to absolutely fucking dominate the Jacksonville Hagwars. Dominic is not going to be jacking off this weekend, unfortunately, people. Would you respect me more if I put my nuts on the table? Well, it's a little too late now. I've already scheduled you in, scheduled you in for the uh, minus nine and a half. Um, oh. Hmm. Okay. You had a good week last week or two weeks ago. Give me the nine. I'm going to fucking nut in a Jaguar. Dominic's going to nut in a Jaguar. Yeah. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, sexy son bitch. Okay. All right. Do we need to do the uh, the NFL quarterbacks as females and how many drinks it would take the for you to... animal uh, sounds? Wow. That's a Jaguar. Wait, Jaguar defeat a Chief. If a Chief has a, a spearhead, has an, no, an arrowhead. No, a chief, a chief, an arrowhead, a Chief with an arrowhead would skin a fucking Jaguar. I like this. I like that. We're gonna that that, that that's gonna be our gimmick this week. Gonna go the names and who who what team name logo would beat the other. So yes, a Chief with an arrowhead would kill and skin a Jaguar. So go with the Chiefs. Okay. Um, total 52 and a half, Dominic. Not going to hold you to this, but uh, what do you see the score playing out? If you see them just fucking laying the hammer down, is it going to be like a 35 14 shellacking or a, you know, 28 10 shellacking? How do you, how do you see it going? I mean, part of me kind of thinks that the Chiefs are going to just blow them out. But my thing is, do I think it's going to be like I said, like a 35 20 or something like that? Or is it going to be like a 52 to two? Like, I don't, I don't know. So I'm actually not going to hammer the over. I'm going to take the under on this one. Yeah. A lot of big numbers on the, well, I got two fifty plus numbers or no, this is the only 50 plus number, uh, but I am a little scared. Uh, of that so lean towards the under even though last week i said i leaned towards all the unders last week and unders went uh what four and one even or five and one should have went six and oh but fucking brett Maher got the yips we'll talk about that later but anyways i don't know with with this one i mean the the chiefs are a team that just keep i mean they keep winning they're dominant one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league right now, but they just do not cover. They keep getting these big numbers and can't lay it. The Jags, I've been jagging off all year. My 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 mind is really telling me the Jag the Kansas City Chiefs. But my heart says Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence cannot have the same performance he did last week. If he, you know, if he throws two interceptions, uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to turn that into fourteen points. And if it's going to be a fucking dog walk, fuck it. Give me the Jaguars plus the nine and a half. Maybe, maybe, maybe Meemaw leaves the back door open 
for the Jaguars. Then we got an NFC East showdown with the New York football Giants taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles coming off a bye with their one seed. This one is seven and a half in favor of the Eagles. 48 is the total. Dominic, these two teams played in the last week of the regular season. They did. Giant. What? I said they did. That wasn't a question. That was a statement. Okay, I can't answer your statement. Giants had their second stringers out there, still covered, played them tight in Philly. Who knows what's going on with Jalen Hurts' shoulder? Seven and a half, Dominic, too many points? Or are the Eagles, according to you, also going to put a shellacking on the Giants? So it was Jalen Hurt? Get it? (laughs) Hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Um, Yes. To shut the fuck. Who asked you? Whoa. Don't make me come over there. I swear to God. I'll end this podcast right now. Okay. Yeah, I taught her a lesson. Don't worry. Ow. Um, yes, I don't. Uh, well, I think people are, I think they're giving too much credit to the Giants. I don't think the Giants are that good of a team. Yeah, you can say they're in the playoffs. Yeah, I beat the Vikings, but the Vikings choke all the time. And the Eagles are kind of, I think if Jalen is playing, I think well, he is playing. We just don't know exactly what he's going to beat. So, but, uh, but I'll give it to the Eagles still. I mean, Gar- Gardner Minshew could just, you know, oh no, he doesn't play for the Eagles. Now. Oh no, does he? He does, right? I don't know why. We're, I don't know. I don't know why we're talking about Gardner Minshew, Dominic, because Jalen Hurts is going to play. Yeah. But if he, but if he has a fucked up shoulder still and he goes down. That's his non-throwing shoulder. He'll be fine. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. Then we'll go to the Philadelphia Eagles. Because the Eagle. I don't think an uh, Eagle can beat a Giant. A Giant would destroy an Eagle. Even if it's a run-of-the-mill, you know, just a Giant, not a mythical Giant. Yeah, but an Eagle can slowly just pick away, you know, take out an eyeball, take out the other eyeball. Now it's a blind Giant. And then you just start picking away. But if it's an eyeball, I don't think an Eagle could get all the way up there because that would be high atmosphere. How big, is a giant? How big is a giant? I don't know. What is a giant? Are we talking like Andre the giant? Are we talking, you know, Jack and the B- giant beanstalk? Like what, what are we going giant? That, exactly. that is. So I, I think, I think it's your own interpretation. And I think an Eagle, how about a bold Eagle? America's Eagle could beat a giant. So I'm taking the Eagles. Okay. <laughs> that sound like something that was in the back of your throat, Dominic. Yeah. It's your dick. If you don't hurry up. Anyways, Giants are a very uh, popular underdog. Um, it probably also helps that their two Super Bowl runs were improbable and very much in the same circumstances that the Giants are in right now. I mean, shout out Brian Dayball, just absolutely coaching his ass off. And I mean, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley and that defense, I think, are are really talented, but they're definitely punching above their weight here. Eagles have not been all that great the past few weeks. Um, looks like their their offensive line's getting healthy. Still kind of murky on exactly what uh Jalen Hurts is gonna be like. Seven and a half is quite a bit, but give them the Eagles fly, Eagles fly on the path to victory, Dominic. So we're both going with the Eagles, uh, minus seven and a half. Uh total. In this one, I could, 
I really, you know, life's too short to bet the under. But I really could see this one being just an under game, just a knockdown slugfest NFC East battle, maybe. Yeah, well, if we're both taking the Eagles, we kind of need like 21. Can you do some for me? 21, 13. I think that's a doable number. Hashtag I mean, analysis. Well, no, I mean, I, I'm just I'm trying to think. Is the Giants defense actually that good to stop Philadelphia that, you know, I mean, I know I know their defense is all right, but is it good enough to stop Philly from scoring that much? And, and will I, the, the Eagles be a little rusty? Will they be, I don't you know. know, off a bye week? So maybe you are right. Maybe it is smart to take the under on this one, too. We'll see. We'll see. Then we move on over to Sunday. Uh, the game we didn't get completed. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals this time going to Buffalo to take on the Bills. I think it opened around four. Or maybe it opened up a five, went down to four, and now it is back up to five and a half in favor of the Bills. Total here is 49. Uh, Bengals, uh, before the DeMar Hamlin situation, were up 7-3, driving maybe 14-3. I don't know. Some Bengal fans might say that. They had it in the bag. They were going to beat the shit out of the Bills. Who knows? But this one is in Buffalo, and I see these two teams being very evenly matched, not in terms of like personnel, but just – the Bengals and the Bills did not play their best football last week. They kind of barely skirted by their, you know, offense. Well, offensive line for the Bengals do uh, worry me. The Bills, Josh Allen, turnovers worry me. I mean, if both of these two teams play at their absolute best, do not make any fuck ups. I lean towards the Bills, but the Bills, as I said, their their defense is a little shaky, and also the turnovers are a problem. And so I just don't know what to make of this game. Cause I see both of these two teams not playing their best, but if they do play their best, I mean, watch out this each of these, as I said, they're one of my five teams that can make a Super Bowl run. Well, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I agree. I think Josh Allen has to have a little bit more control over that ball. I think he's been fumbling a little bit too much. And I mean, you know, I think last week's, performance from both teams is kind of a just you know they're still getting over the situation that happened from the last time they faced and you know this whole situation with DeMar Hamlin and everything so I mean I think this game's going to be even a little more trickier because if you know the last time they faced you know someone almost literally died so it's going to be a you know I think it's going to be very touchy for them uh but on the other hand you know they both want to win they both want to get back to you know what you know when I get back to it, I mean, the Bills lost last year, but, um, you know, they, they, they both want to win, but I think they're still going to have that mem that thought, that memory of what happened last time they faced. So I'm, I'm going to give it, I'm sorry, Mr. X, I'm going to give it to the Bills just because I, I think the Bills are going to want it just that tad bit more. And I think the Bengals are just going to Dominic, if you want to, you can take the number, you can take the total. If you want to take an over under at 49, you're more than willing to have that be your official pick. If you're, you know, a little bitch and don't want to piss off Mr. X. I'm taking the bills, motherfucker. Okay. It's one of the go to see if you would take it or not. I think this is like the fun, just take the over because it's fun game. Um, just fill my hole with all the points. Rumor has it. DeMar Hamlin will be 
in the house. I think he's been at the the facility pretty much the entire week. So I think for both teams, it's going to be kind of a jolt and kind of a, a nice boost of energy to have Demar in at the game on the whether it's you know on the field at pregame or just up in a box. They kind of show him on the jumbotron. I don't know what they're going to do, but looks it's kind of leaning towards the the big money, the sharp money is towards the bills. That's why the number has been creeping up. Mr. X, you know, system play got to go against the Bengals, even though I went against them last week and it paid off. They still won. So I don't want to have any blood on my hands and cursing the Bengals. So I'm taking the bills, but if there was no curse, no gimmick, no bit on the line, honestly, I do kind of favor the bills a little bit more. So whether it's a bit or not, I will be going with the bills. Eh, eh, I mean, not officially, but I uh, fill my hole with points. 49. Give me um, 3024. 3024. Buffalo. Hashtag analysis. Hashtag analysis. Then the Sunday night game slash Sunday afternoon because it's played in San, Santa Clara. The Dallas Cowboys take it on the San Francisco. 49ers, second year in a row. These two teams facing off in the playoffs. Dominic, are the Cowboys and 49ers rivalry back? Is this going to be a thing? I mean, I kind of like it. Is it the 90s, the 80s, the 70s all over again? I mean, if you think about it, they kind of have the same kind of, you know, personnel. I mean, not the same personnel, but the same, the similarities. You know, you have a T.O., you have a, a whoever was on the Cowboys, I don't give a fuck. But, you know. There's people playing football. That's all that matters. Amen, brother. We got big cock Brock still leading the way for the 49ers. Um, They've been lighting it up. Hottest team in football. Uh, The Cowboys are the Cowboys. I mean, they're still super, super talented. That defense. I mean, I have to go back and kind of look at who the 49ers are playing, but I would kind of lean the best defense. The 49ers are going to play so far. So maybe they can give uh, Brock some fits. And I mean, the Seahawks were in that game for three and a half, you know, almost three full quarters. If it wasn't for that strip sack down in the red zone where Geno Smith, you know, got strip sacked. Seahawks were going and they could have scored and tied that game up. So even though it finished a blowout, that pretty much was just a last quarter blowout. It wasn't uh, the Seahawks were in that game and could have, I would not say should have won, but they definitely could have could have could have spoiled could've. that uh spoiled it for the 49ers that being said I'm, I'm gonna be a pussy i will not uh partake in the spread pussy i do lean toward the 49ers you know how much i love the niners i pussy they are my they're my pick to make it to the super bowl pussy but it's not because i don't love the 49ers i absolutely love this total 46 and a half give me the over i i mean the 49ers are averaging like 30 points a 30 points a game, even if they don't hit that. If it's like 28, like 28, 21, I mean, we're fucking there. I I just think both of these offenses lighten it up, even though both the defenses are good. I mean, we saw what the Seahawks were able to do against the 49ers. I think the Cowboys can do the same thing against this 49er defense. Give me the over. It is the lowest number on the board, which surprises me a little bit, but both these defenses are good. Rain not gonna be an issue. It has been beautiful the past week, even though I bitched about how cold it is. You just like to bitch. It's gonna be sunny in Santa Clara. 
maybe shadows and stuff because of the odd timing at 3.30 kickoff might play a factor into the pass catchers, but give me the over 46 and a half, Dominic. Well, I ain't no pussy ass bitch like you. So give me the 49ers. I mean, I'll still take the over, but give me the fucking 49ers. They're going to fucking, you know, a 49er would clap a cowboy. Would they? I mean, a 49er, a prospector, they might have a gun, but it's not a guarantee that they're going to have any weapons. A cowboy, I think it's a guarantee they have a gun, slash at least a lasso or some sort of weapon on them. But a cowboy is also like more kind of technically skilled in combat, where a 49er isn't particularly, you know, like, you know. Do you, do you love Jesus? I do love Jesus. Okay, then. So then shut the fuck up. What does that have to do with 49ers? I don't know. I just wanted you to shut the fuck up. But 49ers, give me the 49ers. I ain't no bitch like you. I can't believe you took a pussy way out. So How am I taking the pussy way out, Dominic? Pussy. They're the same odds. All right? Pussy. You're a fucking pussy. You are what you eat, brother. Did the audience like to comment on that statement? Nah. Okay. Okay. All right. That is it for the sports and Dominic's picks. Let's move on over to the fan mail segment, otherwise known as Mr. Excellent. Hey, friends. So we are recording this a tad bit early. Uh, I mean, at this point, we'd be about two hours. Yeah. From now, doing the uh, Mr. X's question. So we yeah. we don't know if he mis- Mr. X is sent in a question. He did. Uh, Do- Dominic sent his call to arms. Um, he did not. But, but let's you know, check Dom- Dominic just had to do the podcast so early. I did. No, we, we couldn't just do it at a regular time frame. I gave him the option to do it at 730 like normal, but he just had to do it so early because he had to watch his that 90 show. That's not why, but OK. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He's a degenerate. Had to play cards. Exactly. So no Johnny- questions. He's got three questions for us. Thank God, Johnny. We're going to have a mega dose. Of Hashtag thank you, Johnny. We're going to have a mega dose of Mr. X's questions next week. So just get ready for yeah, that. So he's going to send it in after the podcast. And then I'm going to feel, you know, obligated that, you know, read last week's, next week's, and then also this week's, next week's. It's going to be crazy. And Dominic will be confused because he'll yep. think last week's is this week's and next week's is last week. And it's a whole thing. Monday, January 23rd is national pie day what is your favorite pie who tang there it is there's the joke thank you um oh we talking homemade talking cream pie hey are we talking homemade or are we talking like it's whatever you want donnie it's it's an open-ended question god damn it um 3.14 3.14 That's all you can name. That's all you got. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Um I mean, I love a chocolate silk pie from Sherry's. Um I like banana cream pie from Nations, even though I haven't had it in years. Oh, I wish I now one piece. Um but I also love like a really good homemade like Apple or cherry pie with lots of whipped cream. Lots of cream. Dominic loves the cream. Love the cream. Um, 
I'm more of a, a fruity guy. I like, you know, fruit pies like apple, cherry, peach, whatever. Um, but if I have to pick one, I probably would have to do like pumpkin pie, you know, off the holiday season. Love pumpkin pie. So great. Used to not, I was like, not like hated it. I was like, oh, I don't know if I would like pumpkin pie, but the uh, last dozen years, uh, my family's been making more pumpkin pie lately. And so. Okay. Great. How do you feel about cobbler? I love cobbler. Never especially. had it. I never really had what, it. What, what exactly have... is a cobbler? Like what makes it, what's the distinction? I, I don't know. I haven't really had it. So that's why I was asking, how do you feel about it? But let's ask, let's ask you now, what is cobbler versus pie? So a cobbler is sometimes described as a kind of fruit pie, but strictly speaking, the two are different. Pies are made from pastry rather than biscuit batter, oh. and they are fully encased with a crust at the top and the bottom, while cobblers typically only have a topping. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Good to know. So the cobbler just is the top crust. Okay. Gotcha. So I guess most of the time I just have pie. I don't really think I've had cobbler. Oh, okay. Makes sense. I think, yes. Because because the underneath part is what makes a difference. And I think you usually have like a, a crust underneath it. Yeah. Well then yeah, then that's a that's yeah. pie. It's a pie. Anyways, moving along. Anyways, moving on. Uh who is going to be the next Raider QB? Brady, Rogers, Garoppolo, Donald, Heineke, Minshew. Who do you like personally? And who would be the best fit for the team, Dominic? I mean, everyone's everyone's saying it's Brady or Rogers. Every, that's what everyone's saying. Best odds for Brady to join a new team is the Raiders. Exactly. Whatever, whatever that means. Especially the after the best odds. Dismal performance in the playoffs. I mean, how 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 great would it be? What kind of story would it be that historic career with the Patriots goes to Tampa Bay, wins World uh, World Series, no Super Bowl, goes to playoffs, loses tw two more times, and says "fuck it" and going to the Raiders and wins the Super Bowl? Just saying, be amazing. But now you think if Aaron Rodgers is in the mix, has a relationship with Devonte Adams already? Uh. Are they is 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 he younger than Tom Brady? Dominic, did you just ask if Aaron Rodgers is younger than Tom Brady? I don't know fucking people, dude. I mean, Dominic, you said some 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 dumb things on really? this podcast. But thinking that anybody in the NFL is remotely in the same age range as Tom Brady right now, not not a good look. How old is Tom Brady? Um, he's like forty five or forty six. Forty five. How old is Aaron Rodgers? Like thirty eight. 39. Exactly. Got Nowhere it. close. Well, but Tom Brady looks good. Aaron Rodgers looks like an old sack of shit. So, but just saying, he has a relationship with Devontae Adams already. But, you know, and then, you know, they're on the Josh McDaniels thing. Brady has a relationship with him. Garoppolo has a relationship with him. Could be him. I don't think they get Minshew. I think he's never going to be a good fit with the Raiders. Um, I mean, Lamar Jackson. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'll take Lamar. He can throw. He can run. I think that's what lacks. I mean, besides, you know, the Aaron Rodgers and the Tom Brady's and that uh, quarterback group, all the quarterbacks now can run and throw. Derek Carr couldn't run and throw. He could barely throw. So I think. I mean, Derek Carr is almost kind of like Tom Brady 
Um, if you give him any sort of pressure, he kind of gets a little flustered and then he has to throw it away. And that's exactly what's the what's wrong with Tom Brady right now is you give him any sort of pressure. He is going to just have to get it out right away. That's why he just feeds Chris Godwin just little short five yard dump offs because he can't wait in the pocket for more than five seconds because he knows he, he can't handle the pressure around him. Exactly. So and the Raiders don't have a great offensive line. And so if it's between could. Brady, if it's between Brady's and Rogers, I really want Rogers. Hundred I mean, percent agree. I mean, I, I'll take either one. I'm not going to fucking complain if, you know, if we get one or the other. I mean, but, but realistically, are we going to like? Are you going to only get one or two years of Rogers and one or two years of Brady? I I don't know. I I think it's going to be. I, I am much it's rather be a two year deal with an option after the first year. It has to be. I would rather have two more years of Rogers and two more years of Brady. And then after that, who the fuck knows what's going to happen with the Raiders? Yeah. I mean, I mean, either or if we get one of the two, it's only it's going to be very short term. And then we're going to have to get we're going to have to draft a quarterback and really fucking make sure they can hold their shit when they when they get the call up. Or do you go after Lamar and try to I mean, I know they're probably going to try to front. They didn't they or no, they did franchise franchise tag him, right? Not yet. I mean, they can they can. I don't, I don't know why know. they're fucking holding on for so fucking long. I mean, give the guy the fucking money. He's it's the Dak Prescott situation. I would, if I was the Raiders, I would probably go after Lamar. I mean, like I said, I'm not complaining if we get Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. We okay, so we we had this. I had this discussion uh, on on the Twitter machine. Would mm-hmm. you rather have Lamar? I forget what the exact numbers are, but let's say you have Lamar at five years. $125 million or would you rather have Daniel Jones five years at $85 million? That's nowhere near what actually is going to be, but just for discussion's sake, Lamar demands more money while Daniel Jones is going to demand like 80% of that money. Would you rather have Daniel Jones, even though he had a fantastic, he had a fantastic game on Saturday last week. Great. I just feel like Lamar is more consistent, but then he's also he, more injury prone yeah. because of the way he plays. Daniel Jones plays a similar type style. His body is relatively holed up. I think he had an injury first or second year of his career, but for the most part for how physical he is, he, I kind of, it's as like a compliment almost. I call him like the Walmart wish version of Josh Allen. And and that, and that's the thing though. I don't want a knockoff a second best. I want, I want a fucking diamond and my diamonds are Brady Rogers, Lamar, maybe you can throw Jimmy G in there just because he's, you know, the whole the success he had with the first run of the Niners and then getting benched and then coming back, you know, with Trey Lance going down and just turning the whole fucking team around. You can maybe kind of maybe squeeze him into there. But I mean, I, if, if, if I'm going to go with, Somebody, if I if I want to knock off Josh Allen, I'd rather just go for Lamar Jackson, who's right up there with him. Pay the man the money; he deserves it. And plus, he also he also has Jimmy G. We kind of forget about him because he's injured, but I think Jimmy G's in that same like Sam or not Sam Donald, uh, Josh uh, Daniel Jones discussion. But see, like and, that's, and, and that's where, but I he's would, also injury prone, like Lamar Jackson, injury prone. But if but Jimmy G is maybe a little bit better than Derek Carr, not much. So I mean, between Jimmy G and Daniel Jones, I'll take Daniel Jones. 
but between he also, he also Jones throws and, in uh, Sam Darnold, Taylor Heineke, and Gardner Minshew. I mean, that no. I think that would be a disappointment for the Raiders. Yes. And if oh, you give me the fans me, would go fucking ape shit. If you give me one of them, I as I a the, backup, I wouldn't complain. I if I have to pick one from Darnold, Heineke, or Minshew, give me Heineke. I would I mean, agree. I, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's hard really. To it's not kinda... Sam Darnold. I, you know, USC guy, love him, but not Sam Darnold. He just is a, a liability right now. Heineke and Minshew are just right there. Minshew has a little bit more experience, but Heineke a little more raw, but yeah, yeah I, I do not know. Yeah. Then okay. last question. What is the first song that comes to your mind when you hear the words 80s music? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? I was talking to Mary, uh, studio audience. Wow. Wow. What is the first song that comes to mind when you hear the words 80s music? Metallica. That's not a song. Uh, I can go Master Puppets then. I kind of did the same thing where I thought Metallica, but then like I saw a song and I was like thinking a song and then I kind of went to like wrestling and then I was thinking like 80 songs and I just went like girls just want to have fun. Act like you didn't say that. So great song. Wow. Are you going to dismiss girls just want to have fun? That's a fucking who sings it, Brandon. Uh, Sydney Lauper. Okay. Okay. You got me. Okay. Okay. Why wouldn't I know that? I don't know. Anyways, if you want to be like Johnny, follow us on Instagram, Curveballs and CS. Same handle over there on Twitter. Mr. X did not send in a question, but we nope. sure he'll send in a question sooner rather than later. If and you want to and be like, we give Mr. X passes all the time because he's busy. We we understand. We don't hold anything against him. That's why it's always going to be Mr. X's questions it, it, of the it's, week. It's on us for changing the schedule. It is our It's on Dominic. Fault. It's on Dominic for changing this, the schedule. Hey, I quack quacked. Okay. I'm sorry. Quack quack. Quack, quack. So if you want to be like Mr. X, email us curveball and cs at gmo.com. All the pertinent links are in the description down below. So let's uh, go through the wrestling real quick. Unfortunately, have some sad news. Jay Briscoe of the Briscoes yep. passed away on a Tuesday Tragic. in a car crash. Uh, you know, we don't talk too much ROH uh, on this podcast, but I think Jay Briscoe, the Briscoes in general, were. Uh, just very influential and had a fantastic career in the last 20 years. I mean, if you yep. go on Twitter and you saw the the tributes that they were doing for Jay. I mean, so many wrestlers, so many top-end wrestlers now yes. have passed through ROH, and they were there the entire time. And, I mean, as I said, we don't talk about them all that much, but I absolutely love the Briscoes. I love Jay, just his seriousness and his promobility. And then when it came into the ring, brawlers and just had absolutely fantastic matches, I mean – their feud with FTR, just the way that they were able to have three great matches with very little storyline and TV development was great. I mean, unfortunately, it kind of seems very eerily similar to Brody Lee because, like, technically it was... wasn't their last match, but the dog collar match with FTR, dog collar match with Cody, with Brody Lee. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, just, it was very shocking. I did not see it coming. I almost, like, had to do a double take, but um, I, you know, I just absolutely love the Briscoes and, and Jay, because he, you know, he was the quote unquote, you don't say better one, but he was the more serious one and had the run yeah. with, the, with the world title. So, Dominic, uh, your thoughts 
on the life and career of Jay Briscoe? I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm a avid fan. I mean, I, I've heard of them. I watched a few of their matches. I mean, I thought it was the few that I watched were fucking pretty damn good, to be honest. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking about, I think it's his daughter. I've read the tweet from, I don't know if his wife or girlfriend, whoever it was, but she said that, you know, she was going into surgery and everything. So I think, you know, prayers for her. Hopefully that she comes out okay. But I mean, it's one of those things where you can't uh, take life for granted. I mean, literally a crazy situation like this happens and, you know, it's it's just a crazy situation. It's, 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 you know, he, he was a, I would say a huge part in making tag team wrestling relevant because, you know, yeah, you can give it to Usos and, and uh new day and stuff like that. But I mean, when you think of tag team wrestling, you think of the Briscoes, you think of FTR, you think of the young bucks, you, you think of all these great independent wrestlers on top of, you know, of course, WWE, but I mean, I, th- I don't think tag team wrestling is as relevant and as is it is as today, if you don't include the Briscoes. So, I mean, absolutely. So we haven't heard word yet on uh, the two other daughters. I think one of them is relatively fine, but the other one, um did have like back surgery we haven't got a full update uh there is a website if you want to donate but uh it's like far outlasted its goal out succeeded its goal so you know nice to see the the wrestling community uh, show up and i mean it does suck that uh aw wanted to do like a tribute show or some sort of you know they wanted to do more than just a graphic for dynamite but then you know, Time Warner, TBS didn't allow him to do it because of, you know, homophobic stuff. He said like 10 years ago, and we're not going to go down that whole rabbit hole. But then yeah. after AEW, they have a, you know, Dana White's power slap league when Dana White just was shown slapping the fuck out of his wife a couple weeks ago. But <laughs> it's OK. It's OK. But anyways, um, speaking of Dynamite, let's uh, just quickly kind of run through it. The young books uh, lose to Oops. Top Flight. The newest triple or a trios champion lose to Top Flight. Uh, Top Flight desperately needed this because they were just kind of losing all the time. So, you know, good for them to kind of to get this win. But also the crowd, you can kind of see they weren't like all the way up for it. Um, I, I do like that the Young Bucks are still going to be in the tag division. I don't know if this was just kind of them, quote unquote, just doing the job and then they're going to go back to the the uh, the trios, the trios Probably. league. But um, I mean, it was a really good match. But I, I just wonder what they're going to do with this. Because if you remember, the Young Bucks did the same thing to Private Party. Yeah, they had a little bit of bump from it. But then after that, uh, they're I don't even know what they're doing. They're like on Dark doing shit with Matt Hardy. Hey, hey. Respect Matt Hardy. It's been through a lot. Respect. Where's Jeff? Dominic, can we get a Jeff Hardy update? Not dead. That's all we can hope for. All right. Uh, sticking to the tag team division, we have the uh, Acclaim and the Ass Boys. Uh, I guess they're they're back together and they're having some issues. Uh, Daddy ass did not like them fighting, and so now they're going to family therapy. So acclaimed Wonderful. and ass boys continue to be the most um, sports entertainmenty aspect of the show. I mean, the acclaim are super over. I do wonder how much more shelf life they have uh, on AEW as a, a top tag team. Uh, ass boys were feud with FTR, but now FTR is taking a break, so they just kind of. Toss that to the side. So now we're getting maybe are we going to get the acclaim and ass boys coming together? It's going to be one giant fucking goofy, goofy click. And that's going to fucking kill it. I'm sorry. 
if that happens, that's going to kill it. Or the ass boys are going to turn on the acclaimed and Billy Gunn again, which we've seen before. It's just fucking just just send them in the dark and just call it a fucking day. I mean, I need the acclaimed to be a little more serious sometimes just because sometimes you can't take them too seriously. So, yeah, we get a, a serious promo or an interview with uh, Hangman and Rene Paquette. Looks like John Moxley still can't go on vacation if Renee's still working, but um, just kind of an update from uh, from Hangman, just kind of his thoughts, and he kind of asks Renee how John's doing. Seems like, you know, he's always beat up, but he seemed to be fine. Um, Hangman kind of hinting at resolving things with the elite. Um, I don't know if we're going to continue on with Hangman and Moxley, um, if Moxley is going to finally get that vacation, so he's going to be off on the next pay-per-view. Um, but possibly some more anxious millennial cowboy stuff with Hangman. Interesting promo, you know, didn't like spell everything out, but it yeah. kind of just left the door open for a bunch of different ways for Hangman to go. So I very much like this. I, I thought it was great. And I like the dynamic between him and Renee. Um, I feel like they're going to do so stupid angle where like he makes a move on Renee or something. Like that. I feel like they're going to do something stupid like that. I don't, I don't think they would, would do that, but I don't know. I, I, I mean, they, as I said, left the door open for him possibly joining up with the elite or patching things up. I mean, we've seen that story before, and it didn't really pay off. So I don't know if they should do that again. Um, the elite just kind of continue to hang out with their friends and just do stuff with them. So that kind of now rubs me the wrong way, but I kind of roll my eyes at that. Uh, hope, hopefully, just Hangman, they have like a segment or they have like a couple weeks storyline, and they. I don't know, figure it out and Hangman could just kind of go on his way because Hangman hasn't done much. Well, obviously because of the concussion, but I, with no CM Punk, I, I really want Hangman to kind of, what's, what's so funny back there, Dominic? I'm, she's beat me, so I beat her off. Pause. Uh, Ricky Stark and Jake Kaker had a match. Uh, no one cares what we can ask for. Then we got Danielson taking on Bandito in another fantastic match. But uh, once again, it's just Danielson having great matches with people. Um, MJF had a promo. I thought it was a uh, very good, not super over the top and heelish like he's been in the past couple weeks. Uh, a fantastic match, a good promo. Just overall, kind of keeping the the storyline between MJF and Danielson kind of just there, uh, right down. Like, don't don't love Bandino taking a loss because I think he's much more talented and can be do do more. But there's so many other people on that roster you can say the same about. Well, I mean, I think that's AW for you. They, you know. They just want to have a great match. They don't care about wins and losses, and yet they have the records on the fucking screen. So, oh, but they they don't do the uh, the standings anymore. Thank God. Hmm. I think Not they didn't realize they how just... hard it is to keep standings, especially with three different shows, and you have so many people having squash matches that you're not seeing on regular television. But anyways. Uh, what Dominic really is here to talk about, we had Tony Storm defeating Willow Nightingale, Oof. and then Soraya and Tony Storm beat down on Nightingale after the match. I mean, how do you beat up on Willow Nightingale? She's like the most happiest, fun-loving person in the world. Because they're devil women. So now Soraya is a devil woman. Dominic, what are your thoughts? Daddy, what? Dominic, what are your thoughts on Soraya looking like she's turning heel with uh, Tony Storm? Daddy, what? What? Hmm? What? She's evil. One might say naughty. I need a minute. Are you done yet? Yes, I'm done. Because 
you know, I'm engaged. I can't be talking about professional women like that. So um, I do not like it. I think you should have kept Soraya and Tony Storm face because you could have done a lot more with them. They could be the face of the women's division. But and you already have heels with Brick Baker and Hightower, whatever hater. Sorry, or Jamie Hater and Reba Shadow Reba. And like you know, you could just kept them like there. And but now you're gonna have Rio be like, "What the fuck?" Or uh, a car shade of wrong Asian lady. Sorry, whatever. But you know, I don't like it. I think they should just kept them faces. But whatever. I you know I don't make the rules. Yeah, it is kind of quizzical why it we turned both tony and soraya two of the top female acts you have and then the women's division is like very loaded right now on the heel side so i think brit and hater or just one of like one of them has to feel has to turn but then you think they're gonna do some sort of brit hater angle to where one of them turns probably probably Brit, I I don't know. Like the kind of the men's division has so many baby faces, then now the women's division has so many heels. We kind of need to to even that out. So, I mean, Soraya and Tony kind of were getting a little lukewarm, so maybe turning them heel freshes them up. I don't know what they're doing with Sheeta because like they were turning her heel. Now she's kind of caught in the middle. I kind of hope she now stays face, just because you know, as I said get another person faced but i would like to see what she does as a heel but anyways in the main event darby allen takes on kushida for the tnt title darby retains in a fun physical technical match something we don't see darby do too often but when he's called upon to have the type of match i think he delivers more often than not um darby uh continues to just have you know really good matches in this open challenge concept uh sting came out I don't know if you saw this, Dominic, but you definitely did see it because you watched Dynamite. Something was just kind of off with Sting's face paint and his hair. I don't know. It's just a very thick layer of the black outline. It just something was off. I don't know if Sting had different paint. The makeup artist wasn't there. He was feeling off. It just Sting's makeup wasn't wasn't right. Just saying about he's turning heel. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I think isn't Sting's contract Joker. like like coming up soon and possibly, you know, maybe hanging him up. Finally? I hope he hangs him up. I don't need him crippled. I need him doing meet and greets. I need to meet him again. How was how was being Sting? I forget. I think we talked about it. You he, were there. You he dummy. Was, he seemed, but I forget. He seemed to be in a little grumpy mood, a little he early, was grumpy. You know, especially that early in the morning. Sting. You got to put the gimmick on. He had to have his fucking robe and stuff. I don't know why he had to have the robe. He did look nice. It was a good picture, but he, I didn't think he had to do all that. But I, I mean, appreciate him for doing all that. He was grumpy. He was definitely grumpy, but he had he had a late night last night in Vegas. Yeah, fucking hanging out with the boys. Taking Irish car bombs. I don't know. Oh. But anyways, that'll do it for us for today. Yay. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Dominic, let's any lasting words for the people. Nope. 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 And no. Okay. Cool. Okay. So once again, curveballs and CS on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want to find us. Curveball and CS at gmo.com. If you want to send in an email, sorry, Mr. X. It's all Dominic's Maybe fault. Maybe next time. We had to do it so early, but I can't wait for the double dose of X next week. So until Ooh. next time for Dominic and me and studio audience and he who should not be named who sent in the – oh, I, I might have been texting on the side, Dominic. The reason why this person asked about your favorite 45s, apparently that was a Donald Trump innuendo. That just went both what over – the fuck would I know that? Both went right over our heads. Okay, I don't feel that bad then. So, yeah, because, you know, 45 is the best president ever.
and it'll be 47. Anyways, goodbye and good night. Reach for the sky. Bing, bang. Bang, bang. Evolution is a mystery Full of chains that no one sees Clark makes a fool of history Yesterday's too long ago Don't agree with what I know